Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. Today, I am joined by Anita White, a.k.a. The Real Lady A, and her producer, John Oliver III. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you both doing? Thank you for having us, Melinda. I'm blessed, yes. blessed to be Wonderful. here. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Thank blessed you and highly favored. I love it. That's right. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about uh, your music career as a whole and the evolution of Lady A. So you've been singing and doing music, you know, pretty much your entire life. I read your bio, listened to your music. I am a fan. Um, when did the iteration of like what your brand is today of Lady A come to fruition? You know, and well, I like you said, I've been singing most of my life. So I grew up singing in choir. You know, I was in the little kids choirs, children's choir, youth choir. Um, I was a choir director at 16. Mm -hmm. Um, My back was always to people. So for me, singing out front was never, I didn't really think about being a a front singer. Um, But then I started hanging out with my friend, Sunny Byers, and uh, we were doing karaoke in Chinatown in Seattle for all you Seattle folks who know about Chinatown karaoke. Uh, That was a big thing. And um, then I started singing in a Motown review and uh, I was a background singer, though. I was a background singer. Mm. Then I moved. I got married, moved to Florida, like a, like a, a year after that, and moved to Florida, and ran into some girlfriends that were doing karaoke, and doing. You know, I never wanted anybody to know my name because I didn't think I was that good. Ah, okay. <laughs> Just okay. in case I flubbed up something, I wanted, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to know my name, so I went by Lady A, and I went to Florida, and a friend of mine said. She kept calling me Miss A every time she would introduce me. And I said, look, you know, I was proud to be married back then. I said, look, I'm married. I was married now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I said, I'm Lady A. She said, I'm going to call you Lady A from now on. And it, and it stuck from there. I love that. Uh, because periodically I was Lady A. And then, then it just kind of stuck. And I came back home and started singing in the Motown Review again. And it got to do more things out front. Mm-hmm. Got to actually lead some songs. And then one day, um, Mrs. Thompson, Louise Thompson, rest in peace, from Thompson's point of view, asked me to come and um, perform. And I used to just go sing in there with the different bands. It was just a little bar and restaurant, best food in town. <laughs> and um, I, I was already performing like in two or three bands at the time and going by Lady A, but I didn't have a band of my own. Mm. So I just asked the guys that I was playing with, I said, you know what, I need a band, come perform with me. And uh, the band needed a name. So I said, mm, we're gonna be Lady A and the Baby Blues Funk Band. And that's kind of that. where we went from there. And then my solo career really didn't start until later because okay. we were a club band. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. John, we were, John was, if you, if you let him tell it, he was like the 17th round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I was, that was my next question, John. When did you come to the into the picture and what kind of drew you wanting to work with her? Oh, Lord. Uh, well, if, well, okay. So. <laughs> See, whenever you start something like that, you know it's going to be a good story. He said, okay. okay so, so what had happened, you know, uh, so in the 80s, uh, as Lady A said, she was a choir director at a church called Greater Mount Baker. Mm-hmm. And, um, and listen, even though her back was to the audience, she was, listen, when she directed the choir, it was different than all the other choir directors. Mm, she was I mean, directing. She, I mean, listen, she came with it. She was very passionate about directing. And and, um, and then in the 90s, you know, as she said, uh, Sonny Byers, Sonny Byers was like this, he was like the, uh, who who would you say, Quincy Jones kind of the Seattle yeah. area, right? Because he had like, 
Yeah, Sonny Byers had like blues bands, jazz uh-huh. bands, then these special bands for weddings, okay. right? And so Lady okay. A was a background singer in there. So Sonny Byers kind of had me as his drummer, one of his drummers, okay. along with some other ones. So we both played in the Sonny Byers Motown Review. Uh, Lady A always thought I was too young to be in the band. And I probably was, right? Because a lot of times, like, like she said, she wanted them to call her Lady A, but I'm like, don't even mention my name. I'm a PK. I ain't even supposed to be in these clubs. I love it. I'm too young, <laughs> right? And so, um, yeah, I was the drummer. And then when they formed Lady A and the Baby Blues Funk Band, mm-hmm. I actually was a 17th round draft pick. Listen, Melinda, they went down the list and they like, who can we call? My name was at the bottom. It was like, well, nobody's left. Call John Oliver. That, that's not true. <laughs> His name was at the top of the list when we were looking for drummers mm-hmm. uh, because we had a friend of ours that we both know, Ronnie Bishop, um, started out in the band. And But Ron started traveling. He was doing international gigs. Mm-hmm. So he needed a drummer, but I was very particular about drummers. And John was young. He, he, he tends to forget I'm 20 years older than him. Ageism. Ageism. I love it. That's what he said, ageism. At that time, he was young. But mm-hmm. I knew his family, his entire family sings. Amazing vocalist, gospel, just amazing, amazing people. They're, we're family, but he was too young at the time. But finally, the guys talked me into it and said, you really got to get John. He sings because um, when I perform, I perform at 120%. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, once I get on stage, I don't know how to slow down. Yeah. And, they were like, you need to like, you know, pull back some, <laughs> pull back some. Yeah, yeah. About getting another singer, somebody who actually sang and played. And, and he was, he turned out, he's been with me for 20 plus years. He's been with me the longest. That's a really, really great partnership, it seems like. So I love when you hear stories of people that have been together for such a long time making music together and doing what you love. That's the coolest thing. And yeah. you like each other. It seems like you like each other because you guys make fun of each other. So I think you guys like each other. You love each other. I see. I love the friendship. So it's great. It's, I love the relationship. I love the vibe already. So you guys have you have a production company as well called Lady A Productions. And I read that you do a little bit to support blue, other blues and gospel artists. Can you talk a little bit more about what you do with that production company? Right. Well, we along with the production company. So I have what's called a Black Porch Blues Show. Okay. That I, I mean, it's great that I get to play, you know, in Europe and play in front of a lot of people. But what I really do love the intimate audience. So mm-hmm. we do what's called Lady A's Back Porch Blues, which mm-hmm. is at, you know, when when we were all performing, was at Egan's Ballard Jam House, holds 48 people. And I use it as a forum to educate uh, people about lyrics, about mm-hmm. where came from, and especially about lyrics that I write, because I'm not your normal blues singer. Mm-hmm. I don't sing the normal the normalcy of blues. My blues has that influx of gospel and soul and funk because yeah. I have that funk background. Yeah, yeah. And, and my music, I have some activist songs as well as I want to inspire and encourage people. Yeah. yeah. So the production comes from um, producing shows for my artist friends that I've met throughout the country um, that I can bring to Seattle. That's it, that most people do not get to see. Yeah. It's really, I mean, people love blues here. Um, I have a, 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 a wide, a diverse audience, very diverse audience, mm-hmm. not just black folks. I have uh, the span, the spectrum of, of audience members. So I like to touch each person um, with the music. And uh, we've done the big blues blowout with my friend, Grammy winner, 
Bobby Rush. Mm-hmm. Bobby Rush. <laughs> That's a line from one of my songs. <laughs> Bobby Rush. But yeah, um, and so you know, we've done. I've, I've invited other artists, uh, Nelly Tiger Travis, to come to Seattle from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Dexter Allen, who is our other producer friend out of Jackson, Mississippi, um, come to Seattle quite a few times. I run a ladies' luncheon every year. Um, to empower women mm-hmm. and give affirmations. So, because it's very important that we give ourselves affirmations every morning, that we yeah. wake up being blessed, that we know that we're blessed every morning, whatever that is to you. I'm a Christian. I feel like I'm blessed every day. I'm Amen. Amen. So, whatever your affirmation is. And then we also host a red and white affair every year for the homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as for the homeless, we give to a charity every year. So it's usually something that has to do with youth. We give Mm -hmm. them um, youth math skills to teach young people about math. We give to the Rhapsody Project, which is one of the places that I mentor. Um, And John has come to help out with that. Um, What else do I do? I mean, you know, when you're doing, when you're- You do everything, it sounds like. (laughs) I I have a radio show. I have two radio shows, um, Mm -hmm. Black and Blues, which I get to feature artists that you normally would not hear here on the Pacific Northwest, in the Pacific Northwest. Right, right. Um, and especially Black female blues singers mm. um, and Southern soul singers, mm-hmm. not just blues, um, jazz singers. Mm-hmm. I feature them on my show, not just women, but I, I t- tend to lean towards women a little bit more because we do not get the um, acknowledgement that we so deserve. Mm-hmm. And I have some amazingly talented women that I have met um, over the course of my career. And I love that you're using your platform to give back in that way, to give other people opportunities. And, you know, a lot of people may feel that they have to reach a certain level of success in order to do that. But it seems like you've just been doing that your life because that's who you are. And that's such a beautiful thing. You know, I live by my motto. My motto is be blessed and be a blessing. Mm. Because I, like I said, if I wake up, (laughs) I'm blessed. I mean, not always monetary. I have an had money. I haven't always had the things that I have now, but I believe that when you bless others, then you're, you don't focus on the things you don't have. Right. That's so true. <laughs> you really don't. That's so true. And, and plus I'm blessed because I have um, John, like I said, John and I, we joke around a lot, but I love you. <laughs> I, I can tell. I, I can tell. So, I love that. So, so let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about the situation with Lady Antebellum. Recently, we all have become aware of the situation. It really obviously popped up um, with the surge in the Black Lives Matter movement with them wanting to change their name and solidarity and it becomes this huge controversy. And honestly, it's to me, it's had the complete opposite effect of what they were trying to do. Um, but when were your first interactions with them? Or was it, did they reach out to you prior to the surge in the Black Lives Matter movement? Like how long had this been happening? But I want to hear the your side of the story. Like when did this all start? It started on June 11th. Thursday. <laughs> of this year. Of this year. Oh, child. Okay. Um, let me sit back. <laughs> she gave the time. She gave the time stamp. Because that's when Rolling Stone magazine called me. And that's okay. when I found out. Okay. Okay. I mean, I've told this story before. I was, I worked during the day. So I have mm-hmm. a day. Okay. I've worked for 23 years. Um, worked and gigged, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I've been building my brand for as long as I've been working, but longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, you know, Rolling Stone Magazine called me and said, asked me had I seen this article about Lady Antebellum. 
And I was like, no. And, you know, I was looking and I said, I'm going to call you back because I was in the midst of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, when I found out, I was shocked. I didn't really know what to do. So the first thing I did was call my brother, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's my go-to. I get, I you know, I get upset when something ain't right. I call John. So, um, and after that, we, uh, and then we talked to Dexter, right, John? Then we, we called Dexter. Because none of us, we were like, what? Really? And then I read the, and and if I have to apologize for anything, I apologize because of how upset I was when I, when I first heard it. <laughs> Stop shaking your head. Yes, I do. I apologize for that because, because I was upset. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, my first thought was, here we go to another white person trying to take somebody, something from a black person. Right. I think right. what I said in Rolling Stone magazine was, I, I don't even remember what I said, but it wasn't nice. So, and but I, before you continue, please yeah. do not apologize because yeah. it is no. your feelings are. Com- Thank no. you, John. He, see, no, we are we us. are in a complete no. agreement. You no. your feelings are completely warranted, and it's like you no. said, it's it's another situation where you see a white person trying to take something from a black person, appropriate in some way. And like you said, you've been building this brand. You've been right. building your brand for twenty years before Lady Antebellum even became a band, you were right. building the brand as Lady A. So right. do not apologize for that. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I know it's in your heart. You're a Christian. You're, you're a God-fearing woman. I love it, but stop. Yes. <laughs> do not yes. apologize. That's right. That's right. That's right. Do All right. So, I do that too. And, you know, but I do try, because I mentor kids, mm-hmm. because I want them to understand that when you make a mistake, you should apologize. Okay. So, but feelings are real. And right. I, I have a sisterhood that I, Uh, meet with every Tuesday and Mm -hmm. we talk about how black women have are so used to suppressing our feelings about something so yeah so I need to stop doing that but when I go back and run it in my head I say oh why did I say that because I was mad right right right. (laughs) but anyway to continue on it's um after that we we got an attorney that was not in my corner Mm -hmm. but and that we'll talk about that later but uh they did reach out to me. They were trying to reach out to me through Dexter because he was my contact person. Okay. We had decided that he would be my contact person. And Hillary apparently was trying to reach out. And when she did, she was apologetic. She was crying. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was crying. Not the tears. <laughs> sorry she was. Don't See, don't let him clown. I know. He's too much. He's already too much. I can tell. <laughs> But he ain't lying. Oh, my goodness. So, but what, I mean, what was she upset about exactly? He said that she didn't know. They didn't know I was there, which is a lie. They didn't Mm. know I was there. I mean, I'm just going to call it like it is. She didn't know I was there. And maybe she didn't, but her people did. Because I'm sure she didn't go look, but her people did. Right. Because I've always known that they were there when they started appearing. Mm. They were late. It was Lady Antebellum. And then there was my name. Yeah. Never had a problem. So, mm-hmm. so for you people out there who keep saying, um, share the name, you cannot share this name. Um, one, because, and the number one reason is because I've had it longer than you. Yeah. I've been Lady A longer than y'all have been alive. Right, right. Um, and also and- Google's free. So I don't know how they didn't. <laughs> I'm just 
putting that out there. That is my motto. Your motto is be blessed. Mine is Google's free. Because every time something comes up that I'm like, you could have Googled this and found out this is one of those situations. Right. Google is free. They and that's could have what, easily that's known what that. The Rolling Stone magazine said. He said, well, if I could find you, how come they didn't? Right. And I, you know, right. and I didn't have an answer for him. Um, and and let's talk about the fact that if you said, and Lady Antebellum, you said Black Lives Matter. I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. I quote them every time I go into an interview. Mm-hmm. Lady Antebellum said, as a band, we have strived for our music to be a refuge, inclusive of all. We've watched and listened more than ever these last few days, and our hearts have been stirred with conviction. Um, our eyes opened wide to the injustices, inequalities, and biases Black women and men have always faced and continue to face every day now. Blind spots we didn't even know existed have been revealed. Okay, so I'm going to, you know, you said that, Lady Antebellum, I didn't say it. Right. So as an activist, as a woman who works in race and social justice, on my day job, I'm on the change team. Mm-hmm. If you think that changing your name from Lady Antebellum to Lady A is a change, it's a lazy change. It's a very what lazy change. It's change at all because we all know what it still stands for. Right, right. So in the name of Black Lives Matter, I'm not going to let you insult our intelligence. So I mean, you- and at this point, honestly, I feel like they should have just kept antebellum. Like, I don't think anybody cared that much for them to even make that. And, you know, I just feel like since the the murder of George Floyd, you're seeing this rise of like companies and white artists and organizations that want to take action, but it feels very performative because I don't know how much they're actually pushing forward any progress and changing. Like, it's great that they're, you know, recognizing that they haven't given opportunities to the Black experience or they haven't given opportunities to uh, people of color in general within the organizations or just the music industry as a whole. But when you are doing it to be in solidarity and then the person that you basically are suing (laughs) is a Black woman? Yeah. Do you, like, I just, I, for the life of me, I don't, I, I can't understand that. It looks so bad. <laughs> it looks bad. And the thing about it is that it looks bad and you don't care that it looks bad. Right. Right. So right. that shows me even more. And if you think that I'm going to stop or that I'm going to allow you to use that name because you have money, I'm not. Right. I'm not going to stop because this is the thing. I win either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I win because first, because God put me in this position because yeah. nobody had to call me. At yeah. All. Amen. You know, where, and when I mean nobody, I mean Rolling Stone magazine. You know, where, I mean, look at it like this. When Rolling Stone magazine called, I said, let me call you back. How many mm-hmm. people tell Rolling Stone magazine they're going to call them back? <laughs> right. Right. With an attitude. And I had an attitude. Right. Right. You know? And he right. said, and he was very understanding. And I called him back and, and we spoke. Mm-hmm. I'm not just here for myself. God has placed me in this position. This is my belief for a reason. And it is to help somebody. Mm-hmm. John and I talk about this all the time and we've prayed about it for years. Mm-hmm. John is the one who's always said, protect the brand, protect the brand. Yeah. No, yeah. I did not. no, I didn't trademark it, but that was back in the eighties when I wasn't really thinking about it. Yeah. I really wasn't. I have no other excuse other than that. Um, we don't, I don't have the, I didn't have the advantages of somebody coming and saying, Oh, you know, you need to do this as a business and you need to do this as a business. Um, I didn't get a business license until, you know, late, much, much later. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I really needed one. I right. wanted to do some things to help other people. Yeah. And that's where 
with their where it lies. Do I wish I had? Yeah, I wish somebody had been there to teach me now, but I bet you I'm teaching my kids. For sure, for sure. Because <laughs> so, yeah. we don't have those things. You know, it's not an excuse, but at the same time, we hustle. Yeah. We grind every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to do the best that we can with the resources and the tools that we have. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did for almost 33 years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's going to be 34 here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so, John, what was your reaction when you heard this happened? Um, you know, Lady A says that she wasn't upset sometimes in some interviews, but she was upset and I was upset because because she was upset. Right. I mean, that's, that's the bond we have. And I've always been about, and like she said, I've always been about pushing the brand, protecting the brand. Don't let anything come against the brand. So when I first heard about the story, I was like, wait, you mean Lady Antebellum put out a statement saying Black Lives Matter. They had this epiphany, right? We're going to change our name because it has slavery connotations. So they changed it to Lady A. And then they're like, oh, but this black woman owns this name. Let's reach out to her. I was like, no, this, this, this is all wrong. That's two, that's two evils, right? Because how did you not know what your name meant? I mean, even now I'm working on like some other business ventures. I'm looking up names, what they mean, right? Just do it. Like you said, Google is free. Mm-hmm. You, you could ask Siri to look up something. What does this mean? Right? So the fact that they didn't do that, that doesn't make any sense. But right. when, they, when they contacted Lady A and our team, and they started, you know, <laughs> just crying and they probably fainted, right? Because that's what they do. They cry. And, oh, oh. You know, listen, there was no transparency in that. It was manipulation. Mm. That's what it was. And that's what they've always been doing. They try to manipulate us with all these. Oh, we're so sorry. If you're sorry, how about cutting me a check? Right. How about putting your mouth where your money is mm-hmm. or some actions? Because, listen, saying sorry is not enough. Right. There's got to be some action behind it because, you know, they've been taken from us for centuries, Yeah, centuries, and they're getting away with it, but not mm-hmm. this time. So yeah, right. when we first, when I first heard about it, I was upset, um, but we had to find a way to battle with the machine that they are. So I'm really thankful that Lady A, we now have Cooley LLP representing her, because I think that's one of the, Lady A, you know this, I think that's one of the moves when the Lord allowed that, that that's one of the moves that really got them upset. Mm. When Lady A came to the table with not just her name and her brand, but when she came with some legal power behind her, yeah. Oh, they did not like that. They cut. They quit crying. Oh, wait a right. minute. She got who? Right. Oh, right. that's when the discussions change. Right. And it's also because you're an independent artist, so they're not going to think that you're going to come with a heavy hitter like that. You know, be able right. to fight and stand your ground in that sense. So I'm very proud of you for doing that, and I think it's very important because. People do think, especially, unfortunately, you know, white musicians that are at the top or just white people in general that are at the top think that they have the money, they have the power, that everybody's going to bow down to them. And, you know, a lot of independent artists in your position probably would have just been like, okay, well, you know. Well, and, yeah, no? because they dangled the carrot of, oh, let's do a song together. Right. And let's kumbaya. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> That's wow. manipulation though, right? Because it Lady is. A think Melinda, the, the first attorney that Lady A had, um, 
it wasn't that he was against Lady A. He was just for himself. Mm. So the thing is, is that you know how it is in the business. We got to stop thinking with our hearts so much and start thinking with our heads. And so when we started thinking with our heads, that's when the Lord allowed us to get Cooley LOP to back Lady A up. And when she told them exactly what she wanted, they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear what she was (laughs) saying. They tried to silence her because all they were trying to do is just snatch the image from her. But her Lady A is not just her image, it's her identity. Right? It's your life. It's, it's, it's her yeah, life. Right? Yeah. It's her absolutely. brand. Absolutely. Yeah. I put a lot into this. Um, and, and a lot of it goes, uh, a lot of um, the credit goes to John and all the people who've supported me all these years. Mm-hmm. Like I've said, um, I don't care that they have 40,000 fans and maybe I only have 4,000 or maybe I only have 400. Or maybe I don't care if I only have four. Those people have supported me since day one. We have fans who have supported us since the day we started singing, the day I started singing, that still support us today. If I put on an event or have something, those very people show up. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're important to me. Yeah, you have an allegiance towards them. Yeah, and I do. I I do have an allegiance towards them. They're they're like family. Yeah, I don't call them my fans. You're part of my musical family. Right, right. Putting out something, you know. I mean, I have people who walk around in t-shirts, and they have fans, and you know, they bought CDs. I don't have have forty thousand for you to be to to you for you to be important to me. Is right. it church fans? Just send emails. Because <laughs> <laughs> I try to respond to everybody. <laughs> I try to respond to everybody, but my thing is, I try and and again, this is sometimes I can be soft-hearted. Now, when I get angry now, you know, that's the part you don't want to see. <laughs> right. <laughs> Black woman. <laughs> right, right, right. My, my great-grandmother, Miss Lena, and Miss Elnora, my grandmother, and my mother, Florence, who is still alive today. You don't want all three of those in me at once. <laughs> so, I tried to be nice and we tried to be accommodating. Right. Um, I think that we bent over backwards, you know. I made the suggestion, why don't you be Lady A the band and I'll be Lady A the artist. Right, right. They didn't listen. It was mm. in the room. Said it to them. John, John, you told them, um, why don't we, why don't you bring Lady A under your management company and rebrand her? So there I am again, trying Over to, backwards. now I'm going to be rebranded. Now, how am I going to explain this to my community, my musical family, my mother, my sisters, brothers, my family, my church, that I'm changing my name mm. for a white yeah. man. Right. Changing my name. Right. Because I want to be because I want us to I want us to come together and show how country and blues and soul can come together. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give away because I that's what I do. I'm trying to right. give away. They they didn't even address it. They mm. didn't address it in meetings. They didn't address it. They just didn't address it. It was like, you know, she just talking, but we're gonna go on and do what we want to do anyway. And that's when when we got on that Zoom call, we all were pretty much like, mm-hmm. Something yeah. right. Mm. Something's not right. Right. So you're just smiling, but we wouldn't smile the whole time. Right. Because you know. it seems like, from what you're saying, just no solution that you offered was good enough, other than what they wanted. And they right, and they didn't offer any solutions in the right. agreement. Right. The two agreements that we got, both the agreements said the same thing throughout the whole thing, and and I kept saying, so what does coexistence look like? Because they kept mm-hmm. saying, oh, we're going to coexist. You're going to be fine. We're going to be Lady A, and you're going to be Lady A. And I said. We can't be, we both can't be Lady A. Right. Because the minute you put a CD out, you're going to wipe me off social media. Right, right. 
so. And oh no, we won't let that happen. But it happened the first time you put a CD out. Right. I have CDs out, six CDs out under Lady A. Mm-hmm. None. Your Lady yeah. A album. Right. Right. And that's what people keep missing. Mm-hmm. That's what you're missing is the fact that they were here, I was here. Mm-hmm. They saw me there. They just decided that I was irrelevant. Because and you weren't a major signed artist under a major label, which is ridiculous because artist. the artist put in just as much work. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so the, the contracts kept coming back with, we'll do our best efforts to make sure you don't disappear. Well, what does that mean? Right. You know, coexistence, what does that look like? I mean, Don, Don, tell them what you do. You know what you know what best efforts means, right? I mean, Melinda. No effort. Know, right, exactly. Well, no, <laughs> That's you know what it means. Think, think about it. When you go to buy a car, right? If you go to buy a car, if you notice this door handle's loose, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We're gonna do our best efforts to fix that. Don't worry about it. Let's take it for a test drive. You take it for a test drive, Melinda, it drives smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got them run flat tires on it. You like, oh, it's the color I want, it's everything. But what about this door handle? Oh no, no, we're gonna do our best efforts. Don't worry about it. Right. And so you go in and you sign the contract and they like bring it back we gonna fix it you gonna go but it's not in the contract don't worry we got you so melinda you take it home and you come back and you says i'm here to get this door handle fixed and they go what door handle mm. right that's the best efforts that's what they was trying to do they was trying to manipulate her yeah. because we spoke to lady antebellum the corporation and Lady Antebellum, the artist, separately. And both of them were trying to manipulate Lady A yeah. into basically signing over her right. rights, signing over her name, right. signing over her image, right. right? I mean, Lady A is telling the truth. They didn't offer any suggestions on how this was going to work. And you know what? That's what they've been doing to us all along. Think mm-hmm. about how many other artists. Right? Oh, for like, sure. So sold sure. their songs for like $700, and them songs is worth $7 million plus mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been going on yeah yeah but this is where it stops it's where it stops and i love that because and the thing also people need to realize is that they have no obligation to to do what you want that and they know that too they'll say whatever they want to get probably just to get you out of the room let's get her out of the room let her hear what she wants to hear and then they have no (laughs) obligation to actually follow through with it because i mean you know what's going to happen so (laughs) a shame that in their efforts, their best efforts to to be uh, in solidarity, be a part of this movement and, and want to do this for Black Lives Matter, that this is what ended up happening. And I don't even think to this day that they realize how ironic that whole situation is. They realize that they don't care. When you dig your heels in and you have not made any effort, because they still have not responded. Mm. So let's, go, let's go to the $10 million, because they said I tried to. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So after the contracts kept coming back and forth, because I have a life, I run a, I run, you want to talk about irony, I run a panel called The Truth is Loud, mm. ally roles in 2020 and beyond. Come because on. White people need to start talking to their children, their families, their communities, their coworkers about race. And stop wearing us out to talk about it. There but that's go. also another conversation. <laughs> right. But I run that panel because I think it's important that we as Black people, Indigenous people of this land and people of color, mm-hmm. narrative, that we are in charge of that narrative because they don't understand. So we need to be in charge of that. So I run this panel, right? Hillary said she was going to be on the panel. I already knew she wasn't going to when she said she was going to be there. So anyway, and that's the lady in development, Hillary. So um, don't lie to me. When you lie to me, I get not so happy. But anyway... 
Um, so the contracts kept going back and forth and I needed to get back to my life. I'm writing panels. I, got CD, I had a CD coming out. I had a brand new single coming out called The Truth Is Loud. Um, so I told my, and, and by that time, because the first attorney had told me, you need to get an, you need to get an LLP or trademark attorney. So little did he know I was looking for one. Mm-hmm. And we found one. God, God blessed us with the best. Yeah. If God opens up doors, walk through go it. Open it watch <laughs> the lessons walk in. Yes. So that's yes. how I feel about it. And he was blessing. I was stressing out and Cooley LLP came in. Well, I told I told them immediately, I do not want to give up my name because I see what they're doing. Black lives do not matter to them. They told a lie. And if they want the name, they're going to have to buy the name mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. So th- I told them, I want $5 million so I can rebrand. And the other $5 million will go to um, the seniors and mm-hmm. Seattle. Okay. Black lives matter because Lady Antebellum said they matter. They said they matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, and the other would go to... Um, all kinds of uh, musicians across the country mm. to, to fight legal battles. So you're giving back. Artists, you're giving right? back. Independent yeah. Artists. yeah. Independent artists. Art. Independent. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 You can't. You can't be blessed and not bless somebody else. I Amen. Just, me. I just. It's true. Right. No, it's true. And, and I wanted to get out from under this and thinking, okay, you haven't made any suggestions, so here's our suggestion. Right. They don't even have the respect to follow up and say, you know what. Or call my lawyers and say, you know what? We ain't going to give you $5 million and we're not going to give you $5. Mm. They do that. They went to Billboard Magazine and told Billboard Magazine, I tried to extort $10 million from them. Man. They disrespected me by not even going to my lawyer and saying no. They went to the press. They went to the <laughs> press. So that right. shows me what kind of person you are. Right. That shows me your, that you have a lack of integrity. Right. That shows me what your character is. And it shows you that they don't care about black lives because they <laughs> wouldn't put you in the in the spotlight in that sense to make people view you in a negative light. They want when this is all they're doing. And and it backfired. Yeah. Yeah. That, except with their base, with their racist base that they said that they were trying to get away from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were on that Zoom call, and and even when I talked to Charles privately on the phone, I said, You got some racist. Folks, y'all, because they were sending me emails, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure. Saying what they had to say. Mm -hmm. But for all the bad emails that I got from people, I got tons that outweigh it. And even their fans were writing to me. Mm. People saying, I had to search for 20 minutes, but I found you. You know, I found your website. And then my brother, bless his heart, (laughs) and my sister Michelle, um, making sure that I appear on Twitter and and all these other social media platforms that because see I'm 62 y'all are young I don't, ageism oh, ageism ageism <laughs> you hear that well, Melinda I'm looking at you and no one would believe that you are 62 black does oh, not crack okay. let me tell you black does not crack amen <laughs> my mother's 83 and she's looking good too oh, so, I love it I love it so you know to when you try to do it it, it comes down to this Melinda do the right thing yeah yeah. That's all, that's all any of us really should do is do the right thing. If you made a mistake, fine. Come out and right. say, let's fix it. Let's, yeah. This is still fixable. But you, but I'm not going, what I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> let, me you, let me tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to allow you to lie to Black, Indigenous people of this land and people of color. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. 
right. because too many, too many big business money machines, whatever you want to call them, have come in and lied to us and taken us. Taken mm-hmm. from us. You've taken our language. You've taken our culture. You've taken our music. You've taken our art, our artistry. Mm-hmm. And you've taken our names. Yeah. So yeah. how ironic that now you want to take this name. But the thing about it is that you're not taking it because you were, um, you were, I don't know, the Bluebell Band. And now right. you're Lady A. Right. You're going from Lady Antebellum and shortening it to A and think that we don't know what the Antebellum stands for. Right. It's trying to insult our intelligence. And right. that, to me, is just, you know, I would rather you come out and say, you know what, Black lives don't really matter. Um, <laughs> right. We, we made a faux pas. We still going to be Lady A. I'll walk away from you, but you're going to do it on national TV and you're going to do it in the press. Right. Tell us that it don't matter to you and I'm good. Right. I'm good. But since we know you're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. We know that. So, so you said they haven't responded to you. So like, where is the situation now today? We're We're waiting for them to respond. Okay. Okay. To to, to the $10 million that they say I tried to extort from them. Mm. To respond because you're not going to ignore me. Right. You respond to that. I have nothing to say to you. Right, right. We will well, while find out. Right, but while we're waiting for them to respond, think about this too. Taylor Swift, I don't know if you saw it, but she's in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Because apparently she tried to, uh, well, she did steal a uh, designer's, a black designer's um, logo or something to that extent. But Taylor Swift reached out to her and they settled it out of court. Taylor Swift donated money, right, to the black designers, right? corporation mm-hmm. and so they she fixed it she admitted she fixed up it. to yeah. it right she, yeah, yeah yeah so what we're waiting for now is like lady a said listen this is fixable they could fix this very easily this right. band doesn't know how to do that no right right no and it, and it's their machine that's behind it but even if i'm in, you know i'll never get that big where i want a machine running me <laughs> you know i want to know what's going on and it just doesn't make sense to me but you know what but god that's mm-hmm. all Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's a lesson to be learned here, and there is um, there are things that need to happen here mm-hmm. before it ends. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as stressed out anymore. I'm not. I, I have peace behind it now mm-hmm. because I'm on the side of right for everybody else, not just for myself. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I for them to understand. This is not just about me, and you mm-hmm. don't come in and just take just because you can. Right. That's what it is. You're do, you're doing it because you can. Exactly. Exactly. You, you just like um, you know, my mom always said, "Good, all money ain't good money." <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. Just because they're paying you big money. Right. Right. You know. So everything that you you're trying to do is against what you started out. The the reason why you did it. Yeah. The whole purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. Purpose, it doesn't yeah. make sense, but it's not. For me to understand, right, right. for me to fight, exactly all those who can't fight for themselves, right. So, John, what would you like to see happen? Oh Lord! Oh well. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly listen, <laughs> no, listen. I, I can answer this really quick. I mean, because the situation is fixable, I would personally like to see Lady Antebellum change their name. Mm-hmm. Right. But just do it just the way they did it when they announced that whole press. We're changing our name because of this. They need to go, like Lady A said, publicly. They changed their name and they apologize to Lady A, the real Lady A. Apologize to her. That's what I personally would like to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Change their name and publicly apologize to her. Right. 
And if it was up to me, I would set it up somewhere where they would least expect it. See, like, in parking, like in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven and have every news place there, right? Stop it. <laughs> Why did you say because you froze on my ear? <laughs> Listen, in, in a parking lot of a 7-Eleven or something like that, you know. With a bunch of news outlets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't leave nowhere. And I can't leave them at home with the baby. And free aid. And they'd have to pay for Slurpees for the whole neighborhood. Uh, well, before, <laughs> well, before we wrap up, you know, I have so many listeners that are supporting you and your story and they're in your corner and they want to know what you're working on next and where they can follow you and how they can t- continue to support oh, you. Thank you, Melinda. You know what? If you want to follow me, go to LadyABabyBlues.com. That's my website, LadyABabyBlues.com. Go there. You can purchase my new CD. Um, you can purchase, you can download The Truth is Loud, which is, um, I just put up for uh, a Blues Music Award, uh, for Blues Music Award consideration. The uh, Lady A Live in New Orleans is now up for Blues Music consideration and up for a Grammy consideration. So Amazing. yeah, Great. Y'all, pray. y'all pray and, and listen. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, absolutely. Uh, go to find out more about allyship and self-care for people of color. Black Indigenous folks, uh, go to thetruthisloud.info. Um, I'm having another panel. The next one is in October. We just finished our second one, uh, August 1st. It was dynamic, uh, but we got I got some more stuff. We getting ready to dig in deep. <laughs> we are ready to dig in I deep. I love it. Yes. Ally stuff. We got stuff um, to talk about for sure. Stuff <laughs> <laughs> to talk about. Uh, and then just, you know, I have, I like to support small businesses. I always have. This didn't just start just because I'm getting some notoriety. Um, but please go on um, go on my website, on my Lady A Facebook page. And I am endorsing a young woman. Her name is Josie Carson. She has um, put together a shirt for me. Mine, of course, says I am the real Lady A. <laughs> yeah. I am endorsing her as the official T-shirt for um, I support the real Lady A. Mm. And none of that money goes to me. It goes to her. She's a small business, black woman, small business, and I want you to help her. So uh, y'all go out and and help. Go to my lady. Yes. We'll we'll post all of those links on our Facebook page as well. And I just, I want to thank you both for taking the time out of your day to chat with me. And I wish you the best in your career and many, many blessings. And I love everything that you're doing. I love your spirit. I love your heart. I love how much you give back to the community because it's so important. And to everyone out there listening, make sure you subscribe to We Need to Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.